She's his daughter, he's her dad, and all the time they talk like mad about TV shows and drama scenes, photo bombs and hockey teams. So maybe they should have a show. Turn on the mic and let her roll and get a conversation flow. Now here it is at long last, JD and Maddie's podcast. The fantabulosity continues. With another edition of the JD and Maddie podcast. G'day, mate. Hello, hello, Mads. Hola. <laughs> wow, you are multilingual from Australian <laughs> to Spanish. Shalom. <laughs> Maybe a sayonara at the end of the show. Annyeonghaseyo. <laughs> What's that? Hello in Korean. No way. Yeah. Where'd you learn that? The internet. <laughs> Very cool. You can learn a lot on the internet, eh? Yeah. But you know what else is on the internet? What? Hashtag fake news. Hashtags. What if that means actually something vile and you just thought that it meant hello? Say it again. 안녕하세요. Very cool. Thank okay. You. Well, I hope it means what you think it means. It means hello. So we have not deeply offended our Korean friends. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> oh, you know those things that are going around that are saying like said nudes and stuff? Yeah. I got one. Come on. It's deeply unsettling. Really? It was it? like in food and stuff. And I'm like, oh, no. nope. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, and we have... I think it was for a joke, too, and I'm like, oh, I don't no. want to. Well, we've got a ton of stuff to do today. We both will bring to you an edition of Just Plain Fiction. What's yours, Mads? Japanese City, or Just Plain Fiction. Ooh, I like it already. Thanks. Yeah. Do you know, can you think of two Japanese cities that have hosted an Olympics? Uh, Tokyo, I think. Tokyo, a and Summer Olympics. Osaka? Correct. Nicely yes! done, Maddie. I know quite a bit about Japan. Yes, indeed. You do. You love Japan. I'm an otaku. As a matter of fact, we were speaking to a Japanese lady just a couple of days ago. I don't think she was Japanese. She was. She told me. She said she was Japanese. She says, I like No, Japanese. she said she was Japanese. She was definitely Japanese. She said, I'm Japanese. Oh. She was Japanese, and she said... Oh. Uh, and we were telling her that you love all things Japanese. Uh-huh. What was it that originally got you into your deep interest and respect for the Japanese culture? Pokemon. Was that what it was? Yeah. Well, it's actually Eva who got me into Pokemon. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been into Pokemon like way before Pokemon Go. I, I was. I was in into Pokemon before Pokemon was cool. Before it was cool, and then uncool, and then cool again. Yeah. Yeah. You were in the first wave. I was in the first wave of Pokemon. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yes, you do love all things Japanese. There is no doubt about that. Today, The day that we're recording this on the 26th of January is actually Australia Day. Hen- hence the appropriate nature of the good day, mate. And those are the kind of the two places. Have you noticed that the places that you would most love to go in the world are the two places that are furthest away? <laughs> And therefore, the most costly. Well, LA isn't that far. No, LA isn't that far. But you're at the top of your list: Japan, yep, Australia, yep. How about somewhere a little closer, like Oshawa? I'm good. Burlington. I'm okay. Hamilton, Niagara. The play, I would see. You want to see Hamilton the play? How about him? Yes. Okay. So how about this? How about we compromise? You really want to go see Hamilton? The play. I will take you to Hamilton, Ontario. No. I want to see the play. How about that? Why don't we just compromise? I'll take you to Hamilton, Ontario. And that way I can say I took my daughter to Hamilton. And and then I'll just be unfulfilled for the rest of my life. (laughs) And then you can tell people you've been to Hamilton. Yeah, but they'll ask me a bunch of stuff about it. And 
Well, they, here's what you do. <laughs> See, it's easy. It's an easy. It's, it's just an, lie. This is an easy life hack. You go under. You already know the story of the play. What's the play about? The life and death of Alexander Hamilton. Correct. How did he die? He died by a duel against. Pardon me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? <laughs> that depends who's asking. Exactly. So he he lost the duel. This is not like a hockey game. A hockey game, you lose. You go into the dressing room. You maybe get upset for a few minutes and you go <sighs> home. When you lose a duel, we'll get to that in a second. When you lose a duel, it's much worse than losing a sporting contest. Yeah. <laughs> As if you lose a duel, you are screwed. You are pretty well no longer with us. Yeah. So uh, so you then know the story of Hamilton. You can tell people, I've been to Hamilton. Here's what you do. You hope. They'll ask for pictures. Well, then you tell them the story of the play, but you just never actually outright <laughs> lie and say that you didn't go to it. They say, have you been to Hamilton? You say, yeah, I have. No, but the loss for pictures in it, that's well, too much Well, in that effort. case, then you'll have to, you don't want to lie. So then you'd have to. Yeah, we'll just have to up. go see the play. <laughs> uh, th- here's what I'm going to give you this week on Just Plain Fiction. What? Dog breeds. Oh. Or Just Plain Fiction. That goes fiction. with my achy breaky. Yeah, so we'll do dog bra- breeds. Uh, your achy breaky is about dogs. That's what made yeah. me think of it. A sad story involving do, do, dogs. Do, do, but. You heard a sigh from this young 13-year-old daughter of ours at the mention of hockey and the National Hockey League. See, so I want to just tell you quickly here. Okay. So we like to go to Toronto Maple Leaf games, and I'm a lifelong Toronto Maple Leaf supporter. I'm transitioning, guys. Well, I, I think if you put it that way, it sounds a little With no different. no context. Yeah, yeah. When you say I'm transitioning... Oh, in 2017. We'll put that in context. Yes, we will give you some context. But here's the thing, okay? I've been a lifelong Toronto Maple Leaf fan. Your mother, although she's from Winnipeg, has become a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. We go to games, not all games, but we, we do Most have a chance one. to go to a lot of NHL games. And let's face it, the team has not been great throughout the course of your life. Maddie... For the past 50 years? Well, 50, 50 years isn't that much in the context of history. <laughs> like in the context of how long the dinosaurs were Well, in for. hockey, that's quite a bit. <laughs> if you compare the 50 years that the Leafs have not won... To, or gotten close to. to. To, say, the age of an elephant, yeah. it's actually not that bad. Uh, Giant tortoise. Uh. Uh, the oldest human being in history. Less than seventeen. Yeah, something like that. No, there's one that hit about hundred and eighteen. Yeah, hundred eighteen. So, Maddie became about four or five years ago a fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and as as a father, this hurt me deeply. Mm-hmm. I was deeply chagrined at the fact that my daughter had turned on our favorite hockey team. And there was a reason for that, and that was a young man out of Coal Harbor, Nova Scotia, named Sidney Crosby. Uh, and Mads loved Sidney Crosby. You still like Sid the Kid? Yeah, yeah. I did. So Mads said, you know what? There is nobody on this Toronto Maple Leaf squad that can compare to my man Sidney Crosby. Therefore, I am going to cheer for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. To which we said, you get to choose whatever team you'd like. Yeah. So something miraculous has happened in <laughs> Mike Bobcock got some common sense. That's what happened. (laughs) Something miraculous has happened recently in that Mads, for one good reason, what kind of two, but really one good reason, Maddie has come over to the dark side. We have cookies. We have a Toronto Maple Leaf fan in the house. We are now... 
100% Toronto Maple Leaf fans in our house. And Maddie, there are two words for why you have become a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. What are those two words? William Nylander. <laughs> He's so dreamy. <sighs> okay. Mitch Marner is on the list as well. <sighs> but He's nothing... so dreamy. No, nothing... What is it about William Nylander? He's adorable. What do you like about William Nylander? He's hot. Yeah. Is he a very handsome young man? Yeah. Yeah. He's so. the senpai. He is this. What does senpai mean? <laughs> senpai means like, I don't really know how to explain it. Like an older person. Older, older than male you. kind okay. of. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Because... A lot of, or an older person in general, like a lot of people, when girls like guys, they're like, notice me, senpai. And it's like. Okay, so first of all, let's deal with the deep and dark reality of this situation, first of all. Uh It would not do any good for the career of young William Nylander to be dating a 13-year-old. Whatever. Who cares? (laughs) Okay, so I think we can pretty well take that one off the table right now. I'm sure that his family... never know. His family, his advisors would say, William, we don't think it's in your best interest. (laughs) I just have to inch in to be friends with a sister. (laughs) See, that's what you do. Yes, a sister who's my age, I can just inch in. Inch my way in. (laughs) So you inch your way into the Nylander family. Yeah. So how would that go with his sister? Who is 13? Well, You'd give sisters! Her a- <laughs> yeah. Now, what if you wanted to go over and hang out at the Nylander's house? What would the question be? Well, I would, like, if, if if the senpai wasn't there, I'd still hang out with the sister. Like, be like, what's up with your life, buddy? Yeah. And, like, do that stuff. I wouldn't be, like, totally rude about it. So but you wouldn't pull the old old? I would, I would just ask... Hey, when's he's gonna when's he gonna be here next? Cause I here's my ploy. I want to try out hockey and I want some pointers. Mm, that's a smart one. Yeah. What if his thirteen year old sister says, "You know what? I've played hockey since I was five. I can give you all the pointers you want." Sure. <laughs> you take him anyway. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I take him anyway. Okay, so you love William. Nylander. I just want to inch my way in. <laughs> is Will, William Nylander? Is, we need well, to go to Sweden. Okay, so the two guys you lo- you've really enjoyed lately are the guys from Supernatural. Yeah. Has William Na- Nylander leapfrogged them in your heart? Pretty, pretty close. Yeah. 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 Well, like they're also TV characters. These are real people. Oh my God! You are just falling into a dreamlike trance state, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You are. You your entire thing changes. Your visage changes the moment his name is mentioned. Yeah. You go. You go from the average thirteen-year-old girl, happy-go-lucky, enjoying life, to this every time <laughs> anyone says William Nylander. <sighs> <laughs> if that's if that here's what's even worse my lock screen has has Neilander on it, mm-hmm. it it says the passion that unites us all and has his signature it's pretty beautiful yeah and then my lock screen is a picture of him too <laughs> yeah, on my ipad it's really now what is next on your if you if your mom and dad could get you any present in the world right now William what would it Neilander. be it would be what Neilander. Nylander jersey? No. Just Nylander. That person. <laughs> that person. Unfortunately, I don't think that's an attainable gift. 
So we walk, we walk in the front door one day and say, hey, Mads, look who's here. It's William Nylander. I would literally, my soul would jump out of my body. Well, there is a great video. Describe the video of the young girls coming up to... Oh, okay. So It's at a Christmas market. Yeah, it's at the Toronto Christmas market. So it's um, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, uh, Zach Hyman, and William Nylander. And they're all just like at the Christmas market just doing guy stuff. And so these like... Flock of like eight girls come up screaming, and like Nylander's like, okay. <laughs> and they're all just like, take a picture with like, it's him and then eight girls next to him. And they're, take a picture. And Austin Matthews was like, oh, thanks for letting us in the picture there, Will. <laughs> He's huh. like, not my fault. I'm like, yeah, not your fault. You were giving, ro- you were giving roguishly good looks. Okay. I'm well, a- well, the yeah. thing is about. And um- if my dad was there, he'd be like, oh my God. Matthews. <laughs> well, and the thing is, too. That's the, all the dads. They're like, oh my oh, God, it's Austin sure. Matthews. And the girls, these girls who are maybe a little older than you, maybe 14. Uh, probably the same age as me, though. They're somewhere in that neighborhood. And they don't 12 even. 12 to 15. They don't even recognize that the other guys are there. <laughs> yeah, they are there. Very, they are single mindedly <laughs> laser focused on William Nylander. <laughs> they're like, we have a point. We must get to that point. So have you now officially gone? Oh wait, from- wait, wait, wait! If you're an, if you're a Leafs fan, why is there an Oilers chair in your office? There's a very good reason. What's the chair in the other room? Toronto Maple Leafs. Correct. But why is this here? I that I don't know. I've had that for ages. Because I well, would say. Well, this. at least you can justify for it because uh, Connor McDavid's on the. Oilers. Connor McDavid's <laughs> on that team, and I will tell you, <laughs> you this justify. just very briefly. Between 1982 and 1984, I lived in Edmonton. Oh. And I lived in Edmonton, and I was lucky enough to live there the very first year that the Edmonton Oilers won the Stanley Cup with Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, Grant Fuhr, Paul Coffey. And uh, it was a very tight-knit community. It was a great community. It was an amazing place to live. It is truly one of my great sporting memories of all time because all my friends in Edmonton obviously were, were Oilers fans. I have always had a very, very soft spot for the Edmonton Oilers in life. So if somebody said, okay, you guys all live in Toronto, of course you're Leaf fans. John, who is your second favorite NHL team, I would say. Edmonton Oilers. Correct. For me, that's the Penguins. There you go. Okay, like so them. there you go. They're Fair still enough. in second. Fair enough. All right. It yeah. is, uh, well, uh, first of all, thank you for joining us. As always, we're back now with our second podcast really? after taking the Christmas season off. JD and Maddie.com were available on all kinds of uh, different platforms to listen to the podcast, one of which is SoundCloud, JD and Maddie. And then on the. Uh, you best be checking out them sounds. Yeah. On uh, my radio show on Q107 Toronto, Derringer in the Morning, Maddie was a special guest this week for a couple of days. Yee. Because, Mads, your school is off on a school trip and you decided you, you would rather hang out and stay in town and come to work with Dad. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty happy about that. And one of the things we often talk about is how important it is that you make decisions based on what you want to do and not what uh, what outside pressures would have you do. Yeet. Therefore, your choice was to stay here, do some fun family stuff. Mm-hmm. And in Toronto, speaking of which, downtown Toronto, tomorrow night mm-hmm. on the 27th of January, 2017, we are going to see Classic Albums Live with Yeet. our good friend Peter Neal, Neal Brothers Foods. 
Peter and his daughter, Bridget, will be going out and having a little dinner at one of our favorite steakhouses in Toronto, Barbarians. I've never been there. Oh, it's wonderful. It is a great place. We'll go to Barbarians, have some dinner, and then we're going to Classic Albums Live live at Roy, Roy Thompson, Thompson Hall. I've been there before. Yes. Quite a few times. You have to see movies. I've been to see a movie, and I've also been for a concert that I've actually performed in. Come on, you guys yeah. performed at Roy Thompson Hall. Oh, nice. CISMF, the uh, something of Independent Schools Music Festival. Nice. The Conference oh, right. of Independent Schools Music Festival, and I was in the choir. Nice. When that in was grade fun. four. Mm-hmm. A few years ago. Yeah. Uh, so we're, go- we're going choir. to see Classic Albums Live, and tomorrow night's presentation is John Lennon's Imagine album. Yeah. And Paul McCartney's Band on the Run. Dun, dun, That'd be nice. The the idea, as I've explained to you too, Mads, with Classic Albums Live, which has been very successful for Craig Martin and his group of extremely talented Toronto-based musicians, is is doing live versions of famous albums and playing them as close to exactly as they are on the album as possible. So for any given album, they will choose and go out and find musicians who are perfectly suited to that album. Yay. And uh, recreate them, note for note, cut for cut. And yeah. next week, uh, at the Rose Theater, uh, there is going to be a special presentation. Or uh, it's in Oshawa, actually. Next uh, Friday night Scandalous. is going to be the third of February. Uh, David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust, and the Spiders from Mars. Ooh. Suffragette City and Ziggy and Starman, hang on. Oh, do they have the? Do they have a? Ground control and I mean To Major Tom, Tom, not on that album. Do, 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 do. That's that, the only Bowie song I know. That was actually a few years previous. Uh, it originally came out in 1969. That's but the here's what they do that's kind of cool because most of it's only a one album presentation. Which, which takes is, about like 15 minutes. No, about 40 minutes most what? of them. You could fit 40, 38 minutes on an album. And then now in the CD... You know, CDs, you can fit a lot more. Look at the, the Hamilton old, soundtrack. The That's old, like two hours. Well, yeah, but it's CD. It wasn't released originally on vinyl. When things were, before about 1984, albums were made for vinyl presentation. They were made to be, there was no CDs. There was no MP3s. And 38 minutes was what you essentially got onto an album. And after that, mm. you lost quality. So that's why most of the great albums uh, clock in at a lot less time than the new ones. So there you have it. Uh, David Bowie next week and this week as part of Classic Albums Live, a great presentation by Craig Martin and his gang of musicians. Well, looky Lou, looks like we got ourselves an achy, breaky, big mistakey. PETA calls for boycott of the film A Dog's Purpose after onset video surfaces. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the video, eh? Yep. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, my God. <laughs> Just, those are my words. Well, you know, one of the reactions to pe- from some people has been, well, wait a second here. My dog acts like that when I try and give it a bath. Then it freaks wait, out. Wait, I have a speculation. What's that? In the video, you know when they're trying to get the dog in and yep. when he's actually in? That's a big jump cut. You don't know what happens in the middle. Well, true enough. They could, he could have gotten fine enough where he actually went in and then there was just an accident. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we don't know. We do know we saw everybody panicking when yeah. they thought the dog went under. I've, I've seen a bunch of theories saying that. Like, there was a huge jump cut. You really don't know what happened in the mm-hmm. middle. What do we call that? Achy, breaky, being a stinky.
Woo-wee! Now that was an Ikey Brikey Big Mistakey! Okay, Mads. Yes. All right, let's get back to business here. Yeah. After the achy breaky big mistakey. Uh-huh. Uh, you have a lot of uh, YouTubers that you enjoy watching. Yes, I do. Who is your favorite of YouTubers? Uh, probably the Shaytards, but they're leaving me. Yeah, what's the deal there? I don't know. They're going to have normal lives, even though their lives aren't normal in the first place. So they've decided they're not going to be doing any more YouTube videos. For a year, basically, okay. which feels like forever for the fans because they're like, dude. Now, what about uh, your other ones there? Uh, you know, the one where the guy's a Packer fan? Bertaley. Yeah. Yeah. What about Bertaley? Is that a YouTuber? Yeah, they're, they're YouTubers. Okay, so and what you wanted to bring up this week was some of the incredible amounts of money that YouTubers make. Oh, yes. Let's hear it. So, there's a tie for number nine. In number nine, he's Miranda. Miranda's in number, in How number is nine. Miranda? Yeah. And what's her name? Colleen. Her name is Colleen. I thought her name was Miranda. That's her alter ego. Oh, I didn't know. So, so she's not actually Miranda. Eh. Colleen is Clark Kent. Miranda is Superman. Ah. Colleen is Clark Kent. Yes. Miranda is Superman. Yes. Okay. Give me right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All righty. So. Guess uh, how much she makes. Uh, $4 million a year. You're close. How much? Five mil. Come on. Yeah. And this is just from YouTube videos. Just from YouTube, five mil yearly. And what? what that's is, just Colleen. That I think that's mostly for Miranda. And that's because they're able to sell five million dollars in ads. Yeah, that wow. sounds. Okay, and where is she on the list? Number nine. So she's not even close to the top. No. Oh my the, god. The top is a doozy. Come on. Number on. nine is Rhett and Link, who are a YouTube duo who do like comedy sketches, and they have a talk show, Good Mythical Morning. Mm-hmm. So, and they make five million yearly as well. Wow. Yes. How about number eight? Number there are two people tied for number seven. Okay. Because number nine. Yep. 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 There were so two people. Two sevens. Two people tied there. So number eight, number t- no, number nine, number ten, and yep. number seven, number eight. So I don't know who this is. Jermaine Jarminda. Jer- he makes five point five mil yearly. He's a Latin YouTube star. Okay. A, he's and a who is he tied with? He is tied with Markiplier, who is a video game YouTuber. There's a guy from Toronto that's a big YouTube, YouTube gamer. Who? I don't know. I can't remember his name. He was on the list last year. Though. Okay, go next. Uh, that's two sevens. Who's in sixth? Uh, sixth is... There's also a tie for number five. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Oakley, who is six million. I've heard of him. He's a gay rights activist. He's LGBT. He's a personality. So uh, in number five is... Roseanne, and the other one is Rosanna Pancino. She also makes six million yearly. And what does she do? She bakes. She bakes. Not baking like drugs, but other <laughs> baking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she makes yeah. like things based on nerd culture. Like she made a uh, Super Mario something. She make a uh, she made a Rubik's cute cube cake. She makes a bunch of nerdy things. They're really cute. Really? She makes Pokeball cake pops. Wow. Whenever okay. I watch them, I just get really and hungry. She makes six million a year. Yep. Wow. Number four is Smosh, the comedy duo from. Uh, what's Smosh the ca- comedy duo from. Uh, I can't. Sacramento. They're from Sacramento. Okay. Which and is they the make- state, uh, ca- state capital of. 
California. Correct. And they make seven million yearly. Wow! Just from YouTube. This is not any other ancillary nope. benefits or. Nope. Wow. Okay. And number three is Lily Singh, and she makes seven point five million, and, and she is actually Singh from, do? um, Toronto. Come on. Yep. And what does she do on YouTube? She is a comedian. She's a woman comedian. Wow. Okay. And now number two. Roman Atwood. He makes eight million. And what does he do? He prank videos. Prank videos. Yeah. Totally not into prank <laughs> videos. And number one is PewDiePie. Guess how much he makes. Who's that? PewDiePie. Who's that? He's a gamer. He has 50 million subscribers. Come on. 50 mil. 50 million subscribers. 50 what does he make? 15 million. Yep. Come on. 15. Was that right? Yeah. He made $15 million. Let me see a picture of this guy. PewDiePie. 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 And where's he from? Sweden. And does he swear? Yeah. Profusely. <laughs> and what's he swearing about? Like, what's he just so he's explain gamer's to me rage. How this He has gamer's rage. But like, what, okay, but okay, explain to me. I turn this on. What am I going to see? Uh, PewDiePie. And what's he going to do? Play games. I'm going to watch him. And yell whilst playing them. And is he funny? Yeah, he's pretty funny. <laughs> is he? Yeah. So there's this thing. He got his own Ruby play button. They get play buttons for a number of subscribers you have. So the first is the bronze no first is the silver second is the gold third is diamond fourth is ruby so his logo is a bro fist and it's just like a fist it's like a fist pun and it has and he got a 50 million subscriber ruby play button shaped like the bro fist does anyone else have 50 million nope he is the highest subscribed youtuber in the world Wow, <laughs> that is stunning. Yeah, I know. And so, okay, on the screen is just him playing videos. Playing video games. I got into the wrong business. <laughs> I wish I'd taken up full-on nerd culture when I was like 12 and ridden that wave, baby. Are you serious? And he makes 15 a year. 15 yearly. For playing video games. Does he play like NHL 17? What does he play? He's He's, he's Swedish. <laughs> okay, well, so is Nylander. <laughs> Don't go into that. Okay. Did I use Nylander's name in vain? Yeah, you don't like that. Okay, so what, what, tell, give, give me an example games. of a game he would play. Um, like World of Warcraft? Five Nights at Freddy's. He'd play Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Wow, and 15 million. Happy Fif Wheels, Minecraft. So he plays any video Walking game. Walking Dead video. He plays GTA. Is he really good at these video games? He, well, he also he he's good, but he also kind of fails at them sometimes. Hmm. This guy must have a heck of a personality. <laughs> yeah, though. I'll have Holy to show you one of his smokes. videos. That's incredible. It's just one of him like scream. He like screams while playing the video games, and he has a girlfriend. Her name is Marcia, and they have one little pug. Her name is Puga Puga Chan, and nice. she has one eye. She has one eye. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Well, good. And But Marcia is the complete opposite of PewDiePie. That's the thing. Like, he yells and she's like, oh, hello, my name is Marcia. And she's Italian, which is pretty cute. Wow. I tell you, seriously, I made a <laughs> wrong career choice somewhere. <laughs> you need to get it to be a video. What, does he sit on his couch? Just No, he has an office. 
Holy smokes. 15 million bucks a year. Well, good. Hey, good career that will choice. Teach, that will teach parents to tell their kids uh, to stop playing video games. Uh, I was going to say, can you imagine the conversations he had with his mom and dad? <laughs> hey, I think I'm going to become a YouTube He's like gamer. 27. Well, too. but even 10 years ago, he would have said, yeah, you guys, understand, I'm not going to go to university. I'm going to be a professional gamer. And one day I can get 50 million people to watch me. They'd go, yeah, okay. Smoke another fatty there, young man. Oh, yeah. Fifteen million dollars later. Un fifteen million a year. How long has he been popular for? Like three, four years. Wow, he's making heavy bank right there. <laughs> yeah, that a boy. Wait, Good for uh, him. thirty, forty. You know what? He's made uh, th- like sixty million, 60 million in, four years. in four years. Well, that also could have like escalated because he was one of like the first YouTube gamers. He was like started off really early. Wow, that's serious. He started thing. off like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Well, good for him is what I say. Smoke him yeah. if you got him. You smoke him if you got him. All right, Mads. Yeah. Before we finish up here, we have our Just Plain Fictions. Yes, we do. Let's get down to the business of Just Plain Fiction today. Let's do it. On the JD and Maddie podcast. Let's hear yours, my dear. Japanese city or Just Plain Fiction. Okay, let's do it. Osaka. That is a city in Japan, yes. yes. It is. Ichiban. Ichiban. Ichiban Toledo was a... Was a I can say yes. No. No. That means number one. Ah, Japanese, I knew it was a war. Okay, Ichiban, good one. Then we have Kitsune. No. No, it no. means fox. Nice. And then we have Tokyo. Seriously, do Tokyo. I look like I've got a big, huge hole in the middle of my forehead? <laughs> Tokyo. Tokyo. Let's see, is that a city in Japan? Is that the biggest city in the entire oh my world? God. That is true, yes. Then we have Harajuku. No. No, Harajuku is a real place. Is it? Harajuku. It's like the jet. It's like the fashion. It's like where all the fashion is. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for those, Mads. Konnichiwa. Is that that it? Yes. And what does Yujura mean? Konnichiwa. Oh, Kimichiwa. Konnichiwa. What does that mean? Hello. Oh, okay. Konnichiwa. 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 Okay, so. Good one. Dog breed or just plain fiction? You ready to go? Yes. Alsatian. Alsa- I've heard of an Alsatian. Yes, that is real. Yes, an Alsatian is the European word for German Shepherd. Ooh. So, and there is historical reason for that. Alsace is an area that it was long disputed between... Al has some sass. Alsace-Lorraine. So an Alsatian is a German Shepherd. Of Charka. Of Charka. No. Yes. What? It is. That sounds like the noise someone makes while they're puking. One of, <laughs> one of the biggest, fiercest dogs in the world. Oh. Indeed. So the Russian the Ovcharka. Cavalier King Charles. Yes. Yes, yes indeed. They're so cute. Affen Pitcher. Affen Pitcher. <laughs> no. Yes, it is. What? Yes. That sounds like a baseball player. <laughs> and finally. Here comes the Affen Pitcher, guys. That sounds like the backup. It does, doesn't like the, it? Like the last <laughs> resort pitcher. The Affen Pitcher, guys. Here he comes. When every uh, when everyone else has the flu, just yeah. like the Affen Pitcher. Oh, no. We got to go with the Affen Pitcher. <laughs> finally, Rhodesian Ridgeback. Yeah. Yeah, it is. A type of dog. So, well, awesome, Mads. Yay. That was another fun week right there. Twas. Twas a good time. Twas. Good time. Twas. All right, jdandmaddie.com yeah. is our website. And Yay. I think I think uh, you can find us there. You can find us on... The internet. On the internet. All kinds of different ways. Apple, Everywhere. iTunes, Podcast Store. You can find us on the Google Play Store as well if you yeah. happen to go uh, with the... Uh, 
with the Android, Google Play. Yeah. As well, you can find us on SoundCloud, JD and Maddie. Yeah. Enjoy whatever format you happen to use. We will return in seven days. Yes, we will. Have fun, Mads. Have fun. JD and Maddie's Podcast.